Hello friends and folks, and welcome back to Neutral Game, your newbie-friendly fighting game podcast. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. Hi, and I'm Milo Kovacic, aka Real Soviet Bear. Mio, what are we here to talk about this, this, I was gonna say week, I don't know why I said, that's not a weekly show. This, uh, month and a half? Is that right? Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, we're here to talk about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. You know, I wanted to prep something like a Joker or whatever, but I think it's on point to be as dry about this as I can, considering how dry the game is in presentation. I mean, you know, there's there's some there's some jokes. They make jokes. Um, but yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, the uh, follow-up to uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, the sixth entry in the Marvel vs. Capcom series because of a complicated history. Um, yeah, it's, um, it released in 2017. It's a, it, as opposed to, um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and 3, it is a 2v2. And, um, it, uh, it sort of came out and came and went, as it were. It went very quickly and left a vacuum that Dragon Ball Fighters filled out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big part I think of of why it failed. I mean, you know, certainly it has has its own reasons to have failed, but um it it coming out all, more or less alongside. I mean, Marvel like Dragon Ball was a little bit later, but we were seeing trailers for Dragon Ball as Marvel dropped and it was like, "Hmm, this looks like it's better." Um so if the title wasn't obvious, this is a uh, crossover fighting game starring characters from Marvel and Capcom. Um, you know, sort of a, a roster of, of all-star sluggers facing off in, uh, in in the arena. Well, all-stars that aren't the property of other movie companies who Disney wants to tank so they can get back the rights to those characters. I mean, Spider-Man's in here. I think Spider-Man's, like, the only, like, all like ball of branch that's been extended in regards to that. Yeah, there are no there are no X Men, for instance, as as I'm I'm sure is what you're alluding to. Uh, no Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four, Four yeah. have no representation. No, but also on the uh, on the Capcom side, I don't know. It's it's a it's a strange roster. I think it is. Um... Uh, and it, it it emits a lot of characters that are you know I think considered. Um, classics to the series there's no sentinel there's no magneto there's no i mean like wolverine i guess it is mostly these these x-men characters right that, that i'm mentioning isn't it well yeah because you know the entire franchise started with um x-men children of the a- atom and then went like what x-men versus street fighter then marvel versus street fighter then marvel versus capcom so it's kind of like rooted in the x-men and then having an entry in this meta franchise without them just mm-hmm. feels really empty yeah, yeah, but even on also on the Capcom side, I mean, there were some characters that I felt like were really popular in in Marvel Three. Characters like, I mean, uh, Wesker or Akuma or Amaterasu, um, who don't get to they're not they're not invited back for this one. Yeah, like like um, Virgil's not is, in this. That's also weird to me. Yeah, I, I yeah I I, um, I would almost say put in Virgil before you put in Dante and something like this. I wouldn't go that far, 
but I'm, I understand. Look, Vir- Vir- say that. Vir- Virgil sells games. They literally every time they release a Devil May Cry, they release a new version of it with Virgil in it. That's how powerful he is. I mean, he's just an easy addition. Dante is the most popular character in this game. Yes. Yes, he is. I just say Virgil will be more popular. Look, it's the Shadow the Hedgehog thing. Like, literally, like, you have, like, oh, who's cooler, Sonic or Shadow? Who's cooler, Dante or Virgil? And you'll have just, like, nerds fighting about it. But, I mean, the difference, I mean, like, I hear you, and I don't think you're entirely wrong, but the difference is that Dante's whole thing is he has 50 billion weapons. And so that's that's a big part of what makes... Uh, Dante so fun is that he has so many special moves and he can he can do fucking anything Virgil can do one thing he does it insanely well he can summon swords and then teleport fear not the man who has learned a thousand weapons (laughs) once but the man who has learned one weapon a thousand times or something like that something yeah I guess I guess that's fair I guess that's fair. I actually think it's um, a bigger travesty to have uh, X instead of Rockman or a regular Mega Man. That's my hot take. I mean, if you're going to have Zero, they they got to have uh, their, their partners. No. Their like, who cares? Like, like Zero's, Zero's another, like, Virgil. Everybody's literally like, who's cooler, X or Zero? Except there, people just say, yeah, it's Zero. Like, X is kind of boring. Also, X can't do the Hadoken, so I don't know why he's here. He can in Mega Man X. Well, not in this game. I know, but he can't. He can't. He can't in this game. Like that was that was what's. The, he is effectively just a dopier-looking Mega Man. He doesn't have any X exclusive powers, as far as I can tell. Yeah, like at least if we had like Mega Man, we'd have like some weird rush things you could do. Could throw lemons at him. Yeah. Um, getting a little bit off track. <laughs> well, it's it's, it's, it's so, a crossover fighter. We're allowed to be excited, even if this game isn't excited about itself. So, okay. Uh... I was, there There was a big sale on Steam for fighting games, right? Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the sale, and I was like, these are basically all games that I either have or, like, here or on a console or don't want to play, right? Because I own a lot of fighting games. Um, it's like, I guess I could buy Tekken 7 again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, it's okay, I'm good. Um, and I was like, oh, Marvel vs. Capcom is like 10 bucks. That's cheap. I've always been curious. Sure, I'll pick up Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, um, and that's why we're, that's why we're here today. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought there was really like some like bigger reason. I didn't realize you hadn't played it until now. Yeah, no, I hadn't touched it, and then it was on sale, and I was like, I've always been curious. Oh, um, okay. It was on Game Pass on the Xbox, but I don't have any sticks that hook up to the Xbox, and I didn't want to play on controller. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, so I, I hooked uh, my friends uh, Jen and Kyrie of, of Scanline Media into playing some with me. And I was like, you know, this game's all right. And I, I popped over and I was like, hey, Mandrog, what if we what if we did a podcast about this one? Yeah, and um, like to me, this game is uh, a very similar in terms of reception to Street Fighter X Tekken. Because Street Fighter X Tekken has the, the, you know, after effect of people going, oh, well, no, now after the patches, you know, now it's actually good. You know, it's actually a fun game. Um, and this kind of has the same vibe where people are like, well, you know, like if you look past, you know, the visuals and the boring stuff, it's actually a good game underneath. Uh, except with the Street Fighter X Tekken, I don't agree with people, but uh, with this, I kind of agree with people. I think Street Fighter X Tekken, I I think it had some really cool ideas, it had some cool character design stuff, but I do at the at its core, I don't think it's a great fighting game. I don't like how that. Um, but anyway, I like how uh, this game is weird. I think. Um, 
we kind of had like weird sessions when we played this, where the first session mm-hmm. uh, we we played two twice. Like the first time, I just kind of meandered about, um, tried every character, and for context, I played this before, but I played for you know two hours like two years ago, and then stopped. So that shows you how much uh, it kept my attention. But um, we did one session, and I was meandering about um, not understanding how to play the game, and then for the second session. Uh, I spent some time in training mode to learn the moves of one team and then stuck with that and um, had much more fun. So it's mm. it's, it's pretty alright, I think. So the Street Fighter Cross Tekken comparison is interesting on a couple of levels. Uh, one, I do think it, it resembles it in the way of, like, it seems like there is a, there is a history here, a, a near history, of Capcom maybe not putting in the work they should or or trying trying to cut some corners in order to make more money off of crossover games where maybe they're not getting all the money from the licenses. Yeah. Like I don't know how um how well Tetsunoko versus Capcom did, but a lot of people praise that game. And I wonder if it was yeah, it great. I wonder if it was something along the lines of that game might not have earned uh back the money they expected. Uh, compared to its budget, so maybe for Street Fighter X Tekken and um, this, they tried some different stuff. It's possible. I mean, I think part of it is that, of course, in America, no one knows who Tatsunoko is. Yeah. Um. So that makes it that makes it hard. Like you know, I know Japanese companies, but like America is actually a bigger audience. So you do somewhat need to try and appeal to America if you're going to break even on these games. Um. But. Uh, that's 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 getting a little off track. Um, yeah, so this game, uh, in its run-up, everyone was like, wow, look at these models. They look like shit. Um, and folks, it's true. A lot of models do look like shit. Some of them look great. Some of them look really good. But, uh, like, a lot of them look like they are action figures that didn't quite set right in the mold. Yeah, I think I'm... Spencer's face is melting? <laughs> I think I commented when we were playing that um, now that we have all these Marvel characters in Fortnite, I think, like, if you compare those models in Fortnite, these ones, the Fortnite ones would look much better. And, you know, mm-hmm. Fortnite models don't look that good. No, no. Uh, I feel like, though, for the most part, the uh, the Capcom characters suffered more than the Marvel characters, perhaps because they were worried about offending Marvel. Um, cause I mean like, you know, Captain America doesn't look great, but most of the Marvel characters I think look all right. The really bad ones are like Frank West, yeah. who looks terrifying. I think Dante looks terrible um, as well. Dante doesn't look great. Morgan looks like a fish. I mean, she never um, looked Her good. eyes are so far apart, they're in different time zones. Uh, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Um, one of the biggest ones was Chun-Li pre-release, but they ended up uh, redoing her model. And her model only. <laughs> Everyone else, they left. <laughs> yeah, the um, the issue, like I think, with the uh, Capcom characters, I think they, for most part, part picked the like okay versions of the characters, not in terms of like how they executed them, but you know, picking you know which rendition of this character do we want to do, right? Um, mm-hmm. But with the Marvel characters, the the model quality looks better, but I really don't like a lot of the uh, choices of character versions they've done. Um, sure, like. Like, I was playing Gamora, and, you know, I, I don't know what's going on with Gamora. She looks like, like, like a generic action figure or something like that. Like, 
it, it feels like a lot of lava is the most boring versions of those characters. Well, to be fair, Gamora is a character that I mean, I I am not super familiar with the comics with her, but her popular like depiction in the movies is just generic sexy lady. So I think it's better than that. Yeah, but it feels like she has like power armor of one body and then like the head of just like like spliced onto it. Like I don't know, I don't like it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the characters just like um, I think a lot of it is also just the postures don't look that great. I remember when. Um, like when I play, when I mess around in training barrel, then I took a look at the at Nemesis, and like Nemesis is just you know straight as a board. Like there's like no presence to him when he's like moving or standing. He just looks like like he doesn't look strong. He looks tall. Um, and it's kind of like um, like the opposite of say King of Fighters fourteen, where you know King of Fighters fourteen is not a good looking fighting game. Like I think like most people will agree on that as well. But um, the character postures and the animations are pretty like good. Like they, they convey a lot of the characters, and SNK has always been kind of good with that. Yeah, it is. It is definitely a case where there's. It's it's interesting because like on the other hand, like I I've been I played a fair bit with Thanos. I played a session earlier today where I played a fair bit of Thanos. Um, and Thanos feels great. Like his animations and everything feel really weighty. Um, I feel like it's partially a consequence of just like we saw this with Street Fighter V where uh, Capcom is doing a lot of outsourcing. Everyone is right. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. Yeah. Um, but Capcom's outsourcing different parts to different people like on a character by character basis. And so the quality is just really inconsistent. Yeah, I think that's the main thing because, you know, like like Nemesis had some media attacks as well. And, you know, there were some. Attacks from Winter Soldier that felt really uh, weighty. Like that's the thing. Like like some things feel really good, but then some things feel really bad, and it's just like a lack of like evening the standard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mechanically speaking, two v two fighting game, um, like uh, Cross Tekken. Well, Cross Tekken I think had the thing where if one character dies, the game's yep. over. Um, but like Cross Tekken, this has the like the tag like mid move. So you can do like you can do a longer move to set up for your other character to tag in and continue the combo or do a mix up if it's blocked. Um, and yeah, it's just a tornado tag. Keep cycling your characters in and out. There are no assists, um, which is usually a Marvel versus Capcom staple. Uh, but, you know, the way you can tag in and out, you can you can do some pretty gross stuff anyway. So. I, I mean, um, so I, I haven't like played too much of... Uh... Marvel's Capcom 3, uh, but uh, I kind of couldn't keep up with it, and I played, played Dragon Ball Fighters, and I was, you know, okay at it when I was learning it, but um, I do prefer this in terms of how difficult it is to learn, and I think this was aimed at people like me who couldn't do, like, assist management, so um, mm-hmm. um, they just went with, um, uh, yeah, like, Tornado Tag. Um, I, I kind of like, I do like assists in general, but I like, you know, I don't know if you've played, like, there's, like, the odd Japanese game where they have assists, but they're not, like, actual characters, they're just assists you can pick. Right. So, so, so I enjoy, like, that kind of stuff, but when you have, like, a mix of tagging and assisting, then it gets, and then the three characters, it does get a bit overwhelming for me, whereas with this, I feel like, you know, after two sessions, I had a kind of okay grasp on, like, how to manage the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot less. Um, yeah, I mean, like I feel like that was one of the big successes of Dragon Ball. 
uh, compared to the you know Marvel three is that it went out of its way to try and make it possible to tell what was happening. Uh-huh. Whereas Marvel three felt like it embraced the fact that it was just a festival of fireworks and nonsense. Yeah. Um, and yeah, infinite definitely, definitely has an emphasis on making it possible to see what's happening. Um, except for when you bring out the infinity stones. Uh, so this is a mechanic where, uh, when, after you pick your two characters for your team, you pick one of six different infinity stones, uh, see, Reality, space, time, power, soul, and mind. Um, And they have different powers on the dedicated stone button. But then also, like, you can fill up a meter and you hit it to do, like, an infinity storm, which also has special effects. The big, like, super mode. Um, I like this idea a lot. I don't think this mechanic is very well designed. I... Uh, for me, it was a little bit of a hit and miss. Like, it feels like either the attack was, like, decent, but the storm wasn't, or vice versa. Um, mm. I think I learned to appreciate it a bit more the more I played, because you were playing with the Soul Stone, and, like, the Infinity, the infinity uh, Storm of that one is that it resurrects your other character, and then you control both of them at the same time, or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And... You know, at first I was like, oh, this is kind of, you know, uh, bullshit, because, you know, I kill your character and then he just comes back. But then I realized, oh, well, if I use my Infinity Storm, I block you from using yours. Or maybe, like, I need to manage how much I'm, you know, attacking which character. Like, maybe it's better for me to leave your character at low health and then force you to switch out, or something like that. So, once I learned to kind of have to play around it, it did feel like... It had some matchup knowledge to it, which I'm fine with, but also it just, in some cases, it just didn't feel super good. Like, I ended up sticking with only one stone because I didn't really like the other ones. Yeah, well, I mean, you pick, you you stuck with the time stone, which feels to me like maybe the one stone that has, like, uses for both forms, right? Yeah, that- like. It's it's stone button is like a is like a fixed range teleport forward, which is useful, and then it's uh, storm is like makes comboing easier. Is that basically right? So it's it speeds up your attacks in a way where you can connect things faster in a combo that wouldn't otherwise be possible. Um, mm. It does some weird things as well, like um, like Nemesis has that thing where. Uh, when you mash, uh, when you do a rocket launcher move and you mash um, the attack button that's part of the special input, he'll reload and shoot it again. But if you enter the time stone thing, he won't reload and shoot it. Instead, he'll cancel into uh, a kick. So I think it also affects just like like what's cancelable and what's not. Like I didn't really manage huh. to fully understand it, but there was more going on than just fast attacks. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I mostly ended up using a soul stone because, uh, <sighs> for my playstyle, I found most of the stones useless as far as their stone button. Uh, soul stone is like, uh, uh, like a long reaching normal that does a tiny bit of damage and heals a tiny bit of health. It's pretty slow. It's not really useful, but then the storm version, as you mentioned, uh, resurrects a character, um, and allows you both to fight at the same time. And I got a lot of ways, a lot of bullshit with that. Um, 
yeah, let's see, uh, Power Stone uh, makes your attacks, like, hit harder and do, like, special knockback during Storm, but the button version is just, like, you just throw your hand out and wall splat them. Um, I'm sure it has some combo use, but it doesn't seem great. Uh, there's, um... The box. I think it's Space Stone. Yeah. Is cool, because the Storm is, like, it puts, like, a box around them, it cages them in. Um, so it's really good for, like, like zoning. But then the stone version pulls them towards you. So if you're a zoner, that's bad for you. So it's uh, two abilities seem at opposite purposes. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff like that where it just seems like a weird choice. Well, it's also like the other one seems very matchup dependent. Because if you box in a character that's a zoner, like, he's not going to care. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely didn't care in a lot of cases. Right. For sure. That's that's fair to say. Um and I think it'd be interesting if you could do it so like they couldn't jump or something in a game in a game like this where they're you know chicken blocking is a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've referenced chicken blocking on the show before. That's when you jump and block in the air because that way you don't have to block high low. Um, very good in games like this that are chaotic. And uh, if you take that away from someone, uh, that could be very strong. Yeah, I I can only offhand remember like one game where there's a move that blocks the opponent from jumping, and that's like an old super from Biken and um, uh, Guilty Gear XX. I don't know if she has it in XR, but it's basically like if she lands it, the character is blocked from jumping for a certain amount of time. And I think it's not the same thing, but I think uh, in Marvel 3, um, Magneto has a move that just pulls you instantly to the ground. Mm-hmm. So he can just he can he can't stop you from jumping, but if you jump, he can just say no and push you right back down immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it seems like a ty- a system that just needed more in the oven because a lot of as we mentioned, a lot of stones, one form or the other is useful, and not both. Um, shout out to Reality Stone, uh, which was uh, the source of a video that, I mean, if the game wasn't already doomed, probably helped doom the game. Uh, the the famous uh, Spider-Man Infinite. The easiest infinite I've ever seen in my life. And you saw that one, right? Uh, I think I saw the release. Like, it was something like, like he, uh, he looped the web and the reality stone. Yep, web ball reality stone. Infinite loop. Um, it got patched out by the time we played it. But, um, yeah, that was, that was a true infinite of just two moves, just done back to back. Not particularly hard to time. Um... Was and I I think that was a a part of like even the 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 narrative once this game actually came out was a lot of people saying like well actually there's a lot of really cool stuff in this game right yeah but again because of like one would imagine budget or time constraints we can't know for sure we haven't seen behind the scenes but you know there are signs um a lot of these systems just feel incomplete or half baked or buggy um. And so you got to see some really jank stuff. Um, was it against? No, it was against. Uh, when I was playing against Kyrie, um, I did um, a Soul Storm right. So I had both my characters out at once, and one of them was Dante. And Dante has a move where he rushes forward and does like this elaborate series of slashes, it's dance macabre, and it forces like cinematic camera while he's doing it. Um, but there were two characters, and so the camera was having a panic attack because it would zoom in for cinematic angle and then immediately go, wait, there's another character, and zoom out. And it was just, like, pulsing, like, 
every couple of frames in and out in and out in and out that was against me um, and it made it impossible yeah that? it was against me it made it impossible to defend myself okay. uh well that 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 was a true combo anyway so once it had hit you were done anyway but um that's the kind of thing that if you'd had longer to to work on this game you just clearly would have fixed right yeah I um, yeah, it, it definitely did not have enough time in the oven. That's that's its biggest issue. Mm-hmm. I didn't have enough of a budget um, uh, to look good. Like I, th- I think I, I generally do not care about like graphics in games, but like fighting games are a weird situation where if it doesn't look good to watch, uh, it might not necessarily look good to play. Like, that, that probably isn't the best way to phrase it. Like, it's it's it doesn't have too many things going for it. Like, you don't have you know an expansive world, like a lot of you know wide systems where you have to like do a lot of environmental stuff. Like you know in, in the regular like like I don't know FPS or just like adventure game or something like that. So like a fighting game doesn't really look uh, up to standard or doesn't have a distinct visual style. Uh, it ends up being off-putting. It's kind of like how you don't really release a racing game unless it has some distinct visual part of it that's uh, enticing. Like either it looks realistic or it looks very high fidelity or it has a very unique look. Just one of those genres. And like I feel, for me, like mostly it was just like in like loading screens or character select where I was like, man, these models look goofy in the actual game. I don't feel like I noticed that much. Um, but what I did notice a lot was that the voice acting was really bad for a lot of characters. Yeah. Um, and, and the writing too, right? Like, uh, as a person who played a lot of winter soldier, I got to hear a lot of him saying, keep the change, <laughs> which is just like, I don't know who thought that was a cool line. It's not, Sound like just a dweeb. <laughs> it just feels like the game isn't excited to be there. Like one game I was thinking about, uh, I haven't played it that much, but I played it a bit. Was um, uh, Power Rangers: Battle for the Grid, and mm. like that game's alright. I, I had some fun with it, but at least like that game's very excited to be a Power Rangers crossover game. Like it's super hyped for everything. The music's hyped. The characters are hyped. Everybody's very happy just to be there. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. here is just like this, we're kind of serious, but we're not, but we are, but we care, but we don't actually care. Like, like it, the, it's like the game itself is not really excited to just be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that said, I do really appreciate the setup of the game, which is that, uh, who who is it? It's um, Death from from the Marvel Universe uh, talks to Jetta from Darkstalkers and they agree that in order to make life and death balance, they need to fuse Marvel and Capcom together. And so, like, New York City fuses with Metro City to make new Metro City and AIM, uh, MODOK's group, and, you know, obviously the Resident Evil Umbrella form AIMbrella. It's all just very stupid and I enjoy it. Okay, I didn't actually ever touch the story mode because, like... I, I never enjoyed the Capcom story mode, so I didn't bother. Uh, so I'd have to rely on you um, in terms of what quality, what's the quality like there. I mean, I don't think I don't think it's necessarily great. I think I think the premise and the scenarios they create are fun and ridiculous. 
Um, but like the rest of the game, it shows a lot of signs of being like rushed and just half baked. I think. Yeah, because um, I don't know how much you um, watch like comic book or read comic book crossovers or watch any of those animated crossover shows. Um, like I don't know, like Judge Dredd versus Batman or um, mm. TMNT versus Batman and shit like that. Um, like that. Or Mickey Mouse versus Batman. Yeah, like that's not. Like I, I know, like obviously there are probably are some that are like you know oh the the dimensions are fusing into one, but in a lot of cases they just don't care. Like in the team and T versus Batman thing, it's just uh you know they're the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are in New York City and Batman is in Gotham and it's like oh how do they not know about each other? It's like eh they heard rumors but they didn't really care. Like who cares? It's never like like this grand justification of why things are working. So that's kind of like why my, what my expectation of this would, but it's just like, yep, there's umbrella and there's aim, and they exist in the same world. Okay, whatever. Um, I appreciate that they tried. It's just like it's not really an expectation of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think. Um, and then okay, so talking about the roster, um, this is honestly. Oh, actually, I forgot to mention, um, the post credit stinger in the story mode. Is that uh, Th- uh, Thanos has learned the Satsui no Hato and is going to kill the gods? Okay, that is funny. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's sick. <laughs> um, but the roster selection we were talking about a little bit um, is pretty strange in compared to the previous games. There's a lack of of anyone from. Uh, Fantastic Four or X-Men for obviously reasons of, of licensing and, and trying to save money by not cutting in other companies, right? Well, that was... Um, so that was before the Fox acquisition from Disney. Right. So right. Like, now, it would not have been a problem, but back then, uh, that still all belonged to Fox, so they didn't want to touch it. So you're saying there's a, a there's a clear road to Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite? Honestly, I I said this before. If they ever make like a new Marvel vs. Capcom, just call it the Capcom All Stars. Like nobody gives a shit, and just pick some ancient characters and give them the movesets from the X Men. <laughs> uh, not a not a bad solution, though. I do think some of the new characters they added in this one are pretty fun. I mean, you played a lot of Gamora, and art design complaints aside, it seemed like you enjoyed how she played. Yeah, she's really fun to play. I had a lot of fun with her because she has um. Now, we'll go into that later, but yeah, let's go over the uh, Marvel roster. Aside from X-Men and Fantastic Four, uh, they do have the standard uh, big names, which is Captain America, Iron Man, and Spider-Man. I feel like those are the three really big ones that you'd expect. Um, At least from, like, a... um, I guess it depends. Like, if you look at this from a Marvel Cinematic Universe perspective, then... I think everybody is kind of represented who's relevant, but if you look at this from a Marvel vs. Capcom perspective, like, yeah, there's, like, a massive gap. And it is kind of interesting, like, this this did come out in 2017, and these games, like, these games have historically been used to be, like, hey, these are characters that, like, Capcom or Marvel intend to do more with soon, right? Um... Mm -hmm. And that feels... I mean, if it does in that way, it's like, oh, yeah, no, in the time since then, like characters like Thanos have become a pretty fucking bi- when this came out Thanos was like had a few like cameos in Avengers movies but it was not an important character in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and now he's a pretty big deal and Thanos is really well represented in this game 
Yeah, he was. I mean, that was basically because they were they probably like won Thanos because they were setting him up as being the big bad, and that was the entire you know decade long cinematic universe set up. Sure, sure. Um, and then there are characters that they included clearly just you know out of out of uh, respect for the tradition. You know, clearly Capcom negotiated for them, and they were like, I guess that's fine. Uh, characters like uh, Dormammu or Nova. Who are characters that, yeah, were big in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, but not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nobody cares, right? I mean, Dormammu appears as the villain in the first Strange movie, but yes, nobody actually really? cares. Yeah, he's, he, huh. he's, he's like the big bad that's trying to break into the universe, and then I guess, like, spoiler alert, like, Strange fights him directly for, like, three minutes, and it's more like, ha, gotcha, Dormammu, you thought you would win, well, you didn't. Is he still a flaming skull man? Uh, he's a giant, oversized, uh, flaming person, flaming skull person. So he's kind of like, like I don't know. He he's like like super sized. He's not um, or like huh. humanoid. As a person who only knows him from Marvel vs. Capcom, I always thought he was pretty chill. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. He, he seemed more like like a force of nature in that one than like an actual person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, um I, minor minor touch with Dormammu. They made a change to he has the he still has that power of destruction and creation thing, but previously that was like uh, you did specific inputs for that, and now it's you hit buttons after doing special moves or hold buttons. Um, and I think it feels a lot more natural to weave it into your flow, and he feels really good now. Um, um that's cool. I think I'd say also Ghost Rider was probably there as like them appealing to a Marvelous Capcom three character. Or Nicolas Cage. Maybe he asked. No, I actually don't even know like where Ghost Rider was at that point. I think that was also a Fox thing. Or maybe it reverted back to Marvel. I don't know. I actually probably reverted back to them. But um, they also had like a bunch of the cinematic characters that I don't think were in the previous ones. Like I don't think Black Widow was in any of the previous Marvel games. Yeah, Black Widow, Black Panther, uh, Captain Marvel, Gamora, Ultron, Winter Soldier, all new. Right, Captain Marvel's also here. I feel like I forgot about her. Yeah, she's one of the like the mascot characters for this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um and then on the Capcom side, uh a lot of a lot of old faces. Uh I feel like the the new additions that are interesting, uh Sigma as DLC, and also Monster Hunter. Yeah, Monster Hunter was a weird, but like I guess like made sense as a especially like in hindsight with how Big the push for Monster Hunter World was. Well, Monster Hunter has always been huge in Japan anyway. It's been Capcom's biggest franchise, so it makes sense to represent them in some way, you know? Yeah. So just put um, all the big monsters and stuff. Just, like, bring back the age of oversized characters that don't make any sense. I mean, you know, they, they put a Rathalos in a lot of other things, so why not? Yeah. Uh, Rathalos in Final Fantasy XIV, Rathalos in Smash Bros., you know, what, was, what was that game called? Like, was it? No, it wasn't Fighters Mega Mix. There was some like Capcom shoestring. Capcom budget. Fighting Evolution. Yeah, that one where they put the dinosaur from Red Earth. Yeah, yep. yeah, bring, yep. bring back that dumb stuff. Uh, and of course, we mentioned Jetta. You got to have a Dark Stalkers rep. Um, Alicia <sighs> isn't in this one, is she? 
No, no one else from Darkstalkers is. Well, oh, wait, no, sorry, Morgan. 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 Oh. It's I fine. hardly even think of Morgan as being our Darkstalkers at this point. But Nobody yeah, does. Nobody does. I think like even people don't even know Felicia's from Darkstalkers. <laughs> uh, hey, hot take. Felicia's a bad design. I mean... She's just a naked lady with ears. <laughs> I mean, she's a cat girl. <laughs> That's, you can do better as cat girls. I've seen much better cat girls. I mean, sure, let's ask Capcom to put in the uh, Necropara cast in the next Capcom crossover. Let's do it! <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, I'm half-joking, because usually just, when you have You just these, have to censor all the supers. <laughs> I mean, there is, like, there's a bunch of these fighting games that are based on um, uh, porn franchises that just, like, end up playing really, actually well. That's um, true, that's true. So, by, by that logic, if they put in the Necropara characters, they'd actually be very well-rounded. Mm. not gonna make any jokes about the term well-rounded um so uh you settled on nemesis gamora and timestone yep um so uh it looks like the characters i played when i first tried this were dante and gamora Mm. um but then when i messed around here i couldn't really get a handle of dante so i just went with the Gamora and Nemesis in the end, because I do like Gamora. I like a lot of her... Um, I like how fast she attacks, and I feel that's like very beneficial in this game, but I also like how easy it is to cancel um, a lot of her uh, moves into other stuff. Like, she has the uh, gun moves where she jumps forward and shoots, um, mm-hmm. and there's like a lot of stuff you can do. Like, she has a command normal where she shoots you uh, downwards and then jumps backwards, but then you can can cancel the jump backwards into a special that jumps forward, so you can kind of do, like, a double shot. Um, She has cool stuff like that, and also she has the um, shenanigans of... um, uh, You do her install move, which gives her, like, a shadow clone that repeats her moves, and then you do the time stone infinity storm, which, like, makes comboing easier, and then you just create, like, an infinite blade works on the opponent and their health just vanishes. It's rough. It's pre- like it. It's pretty funny because all you need is really to do is just all a combo. Um, and then like Nemesis was basically the heavy hitter. Uh, I like slow, heavy hitting characters that have uh, silly projectiles. So I appreciated having, you know, a grappler who is also a bruiser who is also sometimes a zoner. A projectile that OTGs and combos into itself. And then, like, normals that have seven hits of armor. Nemesis is gross in this game. <laughs> it was so funny to play him. Um, and he also has a three-meter uh, command grab that's just like, yeah, if you're within range, like, you're just instantly grabbed. There's no, like... The range is better than you'd think. Yeah, it's, it's what much I learned. Far- yeah, it's much farther than I expected it to be. Uh, so our, our second session, I basically, I basically stopped winning because you pulled out Nemesis and that was kind of the end of my, of my time. (laughs) Uh, I ended up, um, at first I was playing uh, Ultron and Winter Soldier and then I switched to Dante and Winter Soldier because Ultron, I think Ultron's neat, but I just couldn't quite get a handle on him. Um, Dante is, as I mentioned before, he just has a billion moves, so he has a tool for every situation, and I think that's fun. Um, and he has some pretty pretty ridiculous combo stuff. Uh, I think Winter Soldier is just, like, a fairly, like, aggressive zoner. It wasn't until after our sets that I learned some of his really dirty shit. Mm. Um, 
He has a move where he just holds up his arm and it's a shield, right? And he can do different moves out of it while holding up the shield. And the shield blocks almost everything and only ends if you cross him up. Ah, okay. Which is very annoying. to It's, it's a very good way to, to deal with zoners. Um, but um, I ended up mostly using Soulstone, as mentioned, just because I was like, well, I might as well resurrect my character and do, you know two-on-one shenanigans because um, the, the stone button was pretty useless to me. I didn't want to time stone teleport into people when I was using zoners. <laughs> yeah, it, it like, the soul stone feels like a safe bet. Like, if you don't know what to do, you might as well do soul stone. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if you manage to, like, guess the blocking right, you can kind of time it out. And it also carries some, like, inherent risk factor where you know, if you do something unsafe and you don't sync up your characters properly, uh, the other person can just like hit both of your characters at the same time, and then that's a, mm-hmm. that's like very bad. So, at first, I was kind of complaining about it. I was kind of like, "Yeah, this is bullshit. Like, what what was I doing killing your character? Who's just gonna come back?" But then I realized, oh, actually, you can mess up uh, using the soul stone very easily if you're just not like paying too much attention to it. And also, as mentioned, if you are doing your own Infinity Storm, the other player can't. So if you get the sort of the setup where you Infinity Storm right before the kill, or like right after killing, so that you can force a tag in with no ability to res, that can be useful. Yeah, because like if you kill the other person, and then you're, there's like a good like second or two um, uh, before like the person jumps in, uh, so you can do Infinity Storm then. And block them from Infinity Storming as soon as they drop in. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, just to mention, I do miss the Blaze Blue tag thing they added, where you can kind of delay the jump in as well. I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like, I don't know. At you least got I some, didn't figure you got out some, how much you got some Nemesis grabs that I really didn't. <laughs> yeah, like it feels like if you're jumping in, the opponent is like waiting for you. You're gonna have a bad time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, Marvel Marvel 3 was the the game that uh pioneered the idea of the like <laughs> you have three characters but one hit can kill you, right? Like mm. teams like Firebrand where who could do a guaranteed unblockable setup into death on incoming. <laughs> like yeah. some some messed up shit with that kind of thing, so it does yeah, seem I, essential. I I kind of feel like um like, I don't know how much... I didn't feel like I had much control here. I could be wrong. I haven't spent enough time with the game. But I mm-hmm. would have appreciated if, you know, there was some clear manipulation where you can, like, jump in with an attack or jump in with a block or, like, delay your jump in or, like, something to make the opponent guess and whiff uh, rather than, you know, waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or pick a side, honestly. That seems... Maybe that's, maybe that's too good, but... <laughs> I think side would have been too good, um, mm. but uh, the, if if there wasn't anything else, but you could pick a side, then yeah, sure. But I feel like there should have been something uh, rather than mm. just being like, well, I know how long it takes for him to jump in. I know from which side, and I know roughly where. So I'm just gonna set up my you know command grab so they just jump into my hugging embrace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we did a, we did some net play, um, as, as, as listeners of the show will know, I am in Southern California, Meadrog is in Sweden. Um, it was pretty good, pretty decent net code, it seemed like, for, yeah. you know, it wasn't, wasn't, you know, t- 
top of the line, but we didn't have too many issues. Yeah, first session was a bit chunky at times. Second section, sec- second session didn't really have any problems, so mm-hmm. it seemed really fine to me. Like it's it's you know Arc System works fine. It's like yeah, we played Arc System works games you know without too many issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, netcode seem netcode seems solid. I have noticed. Um, I played some as I mentioned with Jen and Curie, and Curie has a weaker computer that is like pretty much barely able to run the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that meant for net play is that the load times took forever, and sometimes it would just say no and crash back to the lobby. We did have that one rage quit disconnect you gave me, that was <laughs> but we were but, we were both flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. I was. I think you actually did do the uh, soul stone, and I ended up grabbing both of your characters and started doing a like combo that would probably kill you and then the match just dropped us back into the lobby and i was so confused because i was like i know i know six wouldn't rage quit like this but also the timing is too good <laughs> yeah it was it was so perfect it's like no i've i have literally never rage quit in my life no, but like it looked so perfect <laughs> if it was anybody else i would i will not believe them but uh, yeah <laughs> i know you don't do those things uh, yeah, it was uh, the a few weird quirks aside, it worked pretty well. Yeah, so um, I guess we should wrap up and just you know give our closing comments on this. So, is this something you're gonna play more of or go back to? Um, you know, it's it's funny because yesterday I would have easily just said yes, right? I would have just said mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, I'm gonna play more of this game. Um. And it's not that my feelings have changed from playing it, like, it's not like I like it less from my session earlier today, but I started watching the uh, Marvel Lives uh, online tournament that ran recently. Uh, the It was an Ultimate Marvel vs. 3 uh, invitational tournament that was streamed. Um, and it really got me itching to play Marvel 3. And so now my concern is that I'll just go back to Marvel 3. <laughs> I mean, I like I like how this game does certain things. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if I, I I'd be fine if somebody said like, "Hey, do you want to play this?" Like, I don't know this weekend, I'd be fine with it. But sure. um, yeah, I don't really. It doesn't really have like the, the staying power for me because uh, I like a game, a fighting game that I can get hyped for in some way or get excited about, and it's very hard for me to get excited about this one. And it's funny because I feel like, especially with the Infinity Storms, the game tries so hard to make things hype, right? Like, when you hit an Infinity Storm, the whole screen turns, like, a swirling, like, neon with, like, 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 you know, basically, like, fucking Aurora Borealis shit going on. Um, and, like, heroic music. And yet it's just not very hype. <laughs> it's It's missing a lot of the very small details that make a game, like, exciting. Like, it's missing... You know, it's kind of like like some of the impacts are missing. Like like the soundtrack isn't really there. Um, the the voice lines, you know, like we said, don't make us excited. Like there's a lot of things. Um, you know, like like when your character when your character's low on health, then the other character sells and like like yeah, oh, don't like like get back in here. Don't like overexpose yourself. But even that doesn't really, you know, sound super exciting. Like like n- there's like no unified, uh, hype direction. Everything was just kind of like. You know, made with the idea of like, yes, we should have this, but it wasn't really synced up properly. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you play something like, um, you know, I'm not going to take, like, an Arc System Works game, because, like, those are pretty fine-tuned, but, um, you know, let's take Street Fighter Four for example. Like, that that had, like, a unified ex- aesthetic going for it. Like, like the entire, like, visual aesthetic, the, the music, the hype, the, you know, attitude between characters when they enter the um, arena, you know, Tekken as well. Like, te- Tekken is not, like, a super good-looking fighting game, to be honest. Like, it doesn't look that great. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you still have the characters that feel excited. You have the... Even when it's terrible music, you see the music is trying really hard to be, you know, explosive. You know, you have, like, the, the music switch the last round. So, like, this is just missing a lot of those things. And for me, that's also important to a fighting game, because if I'm going to spend, you know, 50 hours with a game... Like, yeah, the system's going to be really good, but, you know, I also pick, like, stuff aesthetically. Like, I like to pick characters I enjoy watching. I uh, like playing games I enjoy, like, listening to. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. But, uh, you know, I would say if Capcom ever does a fighting game again and they decide for some reason they still don't want to do Darkstalkers or Project Justice, um... You know, please make Capcom All Stars instead of Power Stone, for example. I mean, that leak said they were working on uh, Street Fighter Six. So yeah, that I know. I mean, they're always going to be working on Street Fighter. That's 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 a given. They should really just make Alpha Four instead. But I mean, maybe Street Fighter Six is Alpha Four. I don't know. True. But uh, yeah, unfortunate game with some really good ideas and some really distant mechanics, and you know, it's fun, but uh, a lot of stuff was stacked against it. Um, I think probably the you know most responsible for this game not doing well is probably Capcom. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's it for for us here. Uh, Miodrag, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can check me out on Twitter.com/mdkii. That's MDK Roman numerals two. Or you can find me on Twitch.tv/realsweetbear. And where can folks find you, six? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R, and you can find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. I think we do a lot of good stuff over there, so I, I would recommend checking it out. I recommend it, too. Thank you. Um, and, friends and folks, until next time, good game. Bye-bye. Peace out.